Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode six of the 0121 podcast. I am Lee Wilcox. And I am Adam Barry. That's very Anne Partridge, that was, wasn't it? <laughs> that was Good bit of Partridge, but uh, our guest today, Lee, cracker or what? Uh, yeah, Belter. So we have got someone who's definitely going to champion the city like we do, but probably even more so. This guy is connected throughout the city in the best way possible via food, um, yeah. uh, which is, you know, right up our street, doing lots of things in the region, has definitely been affected by lockdown, but being able to sort of build on top of his business. Our guest today is Joe Shukla uh, of Independent Birmingham, and I can't wait to get into it. But before we do that, I'm just going to tell people to make sure. What have, what have people got to do, Adam? They've got to subscribe. They've got to leave a review. They've got to find us on LinkedIn, Lee. If you're interested in food and Birmingham, then listen to the podcast, because this is definitely for you. Let's jump straight into it. Episode 6 of the 0121, the beautiful Birmingham podcast. Go! <laughs> Welcome, Joe Shuffler. Have I got that right? Shuffler, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you're I'll, one I'll, of the few who gets it right first oh, time. Really? I'll, I've, I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I've heard many iterations throughout my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to the 0121 podcast. Great to have you on. I'm actually um, uh, a big fan of, uh, of what you do. Uh, I got bought uh, an, an independent Birmingham card um, for a birthday present two years ago used it a few times and obviously the world ended but um yeah. uh, which i'm sure we'll we'll discuss but um welcome uh, on the podcast and i guess look how we always start joe is just tell us a little bit about you why you're here and what you're doing in birmingham please well yeah thank you very much for for having me on so my name's joe shubler i run independent birmingham which is a website membership app scheme and events company that champions and celebrates the city of Birmingham and the brilliant independents who make our city so kind of exciting and unique. It started off as a kind of blog that, you know, kind of championed the small businesses that took down the side streets that you might not know about and was kind of aimed at encouraging people to get off their sofas and out of the houses and, you know, kind of to explore the less known aspects of Birmingham. And it, it kind of took off from there to launching the independent uh, Birmingham membership card, which was a kind of flag uh, flagship scheme for that, where it kind of enabled people to use discounts and deals at a number of participating venues in order to encourage them to visit. So it's kind of rewarding you for supporting local. And that kind of really took off and we had loads of businesses join. And then years down the line, I think it's five or six, it's, Hard to remember now, now uh, the years have flown by, but we released the app version of that. That's kind of the short version of Independent Birmingham, where it kind of began and is now currently in the iteration of the membership card. It's a digital app version. And along the way, we've thrown a number of events from kind of iconic pub quizzes at Digford Dining Club to big food and drink festivals uh, hosted at beautiful canal side settings like The Bond and you know, the stunning heritage, uh, grade one listed Aston Hall, which is just a really beautiful uh, building. And yeah, that's it. It, it. Essentially, it's your go-to guide to discovering the very best of Birmingham's independent scene. And, you know, it's kind of your inspiration. It's like food porn, like skylines, if, you know, if you're hankering for some fried chicken or burger or some bao buns and you look down a feed and you're like, oh, wow, this 
this place I build them and it you know it, it's all about enabling people to discover and connect with the brilliant independence that call our city home and you know kind of get out there and, and support them sounds uh, right up your street that does add a list yeah. of food places to eat in Birmingham I love it. I love it. I love anything that gets the most out of something. And that sounds like this is, this is what it's here for. And I'm, I'm a bit of a self-confessed redneck. Um, although I'm from Birmingham, I live in Tamworth and I don't really like, I don't like going anywhere um, outside of my town, but I do love Birmingham. Um, but I like to know where I'm going. So that sounds amazing. Um, just wanted to, obviously you've said there that it started as a blog, but how did the, how did the blog start? Like, what's the story behind how it's actually started? So I, the first day of university in Liverpool, I sat next to one of the founders of Independent uh, Liverpool. And originally I wanted to kind of, you know, kind of join in with what they were doing. This was before Hyperlocal was really prevalent, before people kind of were really engaged with supporting independence. It was kind of quite a new thing and they were championing independence uh, in Liverpool, and when I went out of uni, I pretty much solely visited independence in the second and third years. We're kind of discovering the city and finding, like, you know, the kind of awesome bars and, and pubs and restaurants. So I'm I'm from Birmingham. So you know what? I really like visiting these independents that kind of, you know, are the heart and soul of these cities. And I don't know a single one in Birmingham. Growing up here, I've lived here my whole life, and I didn't know a single one. I thought if I'm so enthusiastic about this yeah, I don't know any independence, then surely there are other people like me out there who would love to know about these venues, about these businesses, the stories behind them, the people. And that was where I was like, right, I'm going to do this. So I talked to the guys and and that, that was it. It was history. And then it was kind of sitting, sitting on my laptop for, you know, 12, 13, 15 hours a day, seven days a week, trying to kind of build up you know, a social media audience, build up content on the website, writing about these places to kind of encourage people to get out of their houses and, and visit them and discover them. And it snowballed from there. And that's when I kind of thought the time was right to introduce this product that was pretty much like a, a piece of artwork for your, for your pocket. So it was a, originally it came out as a plastic credit card sized membership card where I had local artists each year commission uh, I commissioned them to create a piece of art on one side for it. And it was this beautiful piece of artwork for your pocket that just happened to, you know, enable you to use discounts and deals at over a hundred different independents across the city. And it was always build it, you know, encouraging people to rediscover their city. And it was like, you can use this membership card to kind of discover the very best of Birmingham's independent scene. And yeah, I launched it quite early on with a really small social media following no one cared like very few people cared and it took about a year and a half before it started to really catch on when a few independents who kind of didn't join at the start turned around and said oh actually like this is looking really good this is something we really want to be involved with because it does exactly like it says exactly what we are we're an independent in birmingham and it helps they're part of this platform that was just a terrific database of independent businesses in Birmingham. Well, the exact numbers are fuzzy. I think five or six years that the independent Birmingham card existed, we sold over 50,000 of them. So that's quite a lot of people that we've uh, encouraged to support local. And even, even aside from the independent Birmingham membership card, I always build it as kind of side products. The main product was 
championing the city and its independence. And regardless of whether you owned this, it was all about encouraging people to support locals. So, so like countless, like tens of thousands of people have discovered and supported local businesses in and around Birmingham through, you know, the independent Birmingham social media and website, regardless of whether they they owned uh, this product or not. So that was the kind of legacy of that. And it's rather slow beginnings. And, you know, now we have over 125,000 social media followers across Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We reach between two to 2.5 million people each month. So we're a really kind of terrific and vital platform, not only for the independents who are looking to connect with, you know, that ideal demographic in and around Birmingham, but also for connecting, you know, our brilliant audience with these really exciting independents who are bringing something new to the city or offering something unique. It's wonderful. It's been a privilege, you know, helping people to connect with these wonderful businesses. And and how, how important was the you know, you mentioned it there and there's a, there's a bit of a, a common theme really through guests across the, the podcast around community. And obviously this is very focused, the whole conversation and the podcast and uh, your business in particular is focused around mm-hmm. Birmingham and the region. How, how important was the social side of the success of the business now? Yeah, hugely important. I think people underestimate how hard social media is. Um, I think you can just put out a few person things, but creating and curating highly engaging constant content is it's exhausting. Like you have to be on it all the time. I think it just showed from the fact that when I first launched the uh, independent Birmingham membership card, I only had two thousand followers on Facebook, and I hadn't. I don't even think I'd started the Instagram at that point because I was operating off a little ten pound burner phone. Uh, I didn't have an iPhone at that point. I didn't have my own laptop. <laughs> Yeah, so I was borrowed. I borrowed my brother's laptop uh, while he's at work, and we only launched the properly launched the Instagram about three years ago. And we've already kind of got almost forty-five thousand followers in that time. So um, social media is tremendously important. It's as much as like when businesses ask me about it, I say it's as important as your product is, and obviously the back end of the business that helps you know, you keep afloat and things and keeping on top of your account. Social media is one of the most important aspects. It's how you reach and engage with your current audience and your new audience. And there's so many people on social media now. It's hard to have your voice heard above the rabble. And so you have to differentiate yourself and you have to think of new ways to engage with new and future audiences. And without social media, this, this project pretty much would have been impossible to implement because it would have been old school word of mouth, which, you know, a lot of independents, for example, Chair Reds is one of them who, yeah, gained success off that initial like word of mouth, like, oh, have you heard about this or some kind of craft beer bar and, and cafe and, and things like that. But social media is, yeah, the most vital tool now to businesses because you're not engaging with your audience. Then unfortunately, people have short attention spans and they're quick to forget you've always got your favorite and them but with so many places opening up nowadays and so much going on it's you know kind of people are very much excited by the new and it's 
it's hard to reconnect with your audience and get people back to you when you were, you know, giving them some sort of visual incentive or reminding them that, yeah, you're awesome and you exist and this is why you're you're up there with the best. All of that's music to uh, Ad's ears. It's, um, hair. it's what we sell, funnily enough. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Ad's, Ad's daily battle in, in the creation and curation of content. Do you utilise your social, just thinking from like a business perspective and, and what independent, because obviously, you know, Independent Birmingham, um, the social channels are going to be about champion, championing the, the city and, and, you know, the other side of that would be a funnel for people to uh, sign up to the to the product. What's the relationship back from that as well? So uh, for the for the venues, um, do, you, do they utilise your social to then, uh, or are you doing that for free or, you know, like is there a, a value to your social media separate to it just driving funnel for the card? Or do you just see that as a platform to be able to spread the message rather than monetize directly? Basically, like it, it's free to be part of uh, the independent Birmingham um, app. Obviously, not every single business in Birmingham can be part of it because it'd be a bit fast. There's thousands and thousands of businesses. So we, we kind of handpick the very best to be part of that. But the social media, we, we kind of tend to feature what we think our audience will enjoy the most. Obviously, like there's the new openings that we kind of talk about, which are exciting for the city. We remind people to visit their old favorites and, you know, show them some love. And we tend to try and highlight as diverse an array of uh, independence across the city if possible, whilst also keeping ourselves a vital uh, and go-to news source and a you know guide to discovering independence. It's, it's not just the social media. So we have a website that gets over 100,000 unique visitors a month. And on that, we have these really brilliantly curated guides, which are like discover the very best cocktail bars, the best places for craft beer in the city, the best places with outdoor seating so you can go and meet your friends once you know lockdown lifts and things like that. One of my, well, two of my favorite articles are the 73 dishes you need to eat before you die, which we constantly update with new kind of food porn. And essentially it's just a BuzzFeed-esque list of just like brilliant food porn in Birmingham. And you kind of scroll down and you think, I want that, I want that, I want that. And, you know, kind of that's the kind of thing that we use to engage our audience and encourage them to to go out and support local. And I don't know if you saw it in the um, in the Guardian today, um, where it's saying that you know they didn't want their company to move to Digworth because they thought no one like exciting, young and exciting would want to work there and live there. And it's like this like odd perception of Birmingham is really baffling because it's such an exciting and terrific city to kind of live in and work in. And um, yeah, so we called it 50 Reasons to Stay Away from Birmingham. And we put it out on uh, um, like social media and everyone's like, wow, like Birmingham's the best, don't ever say that. You click on the article and it's beautiful images of their city and um, like showcasing the most amazing independence. And like the first time we shared it, it really went wild. And it was it's one of our like, highest engaged and highest read articles in the last seven years. There was a strong reaction to people who hadn't actually read it. They just like looked at the title and were like, you know, kind of, oh, I Birmingham, don't say this. And I was like, well, actually, it's satirical, just read it. So, um, so yeah, so that's the kind of thing we do. And we, we just, you know, we've kept it that way so we can champion as many independents as possible because for us, like you said, the value is driving people towards the app and driving people towards our events. But as much as I've said earlier that, you know, like social media is one of the most important tools for business in terms of promoting my own products, 
for me, that's almost secondary. Obviously, it's the main revenue stream which funds the business, and without it, the business would collapse and there wouldn't be independent Birmingham. But for me, it's always been champion the city, champion the independence. By the way, if you want to go and discover these independents, download this app, list of 135 different independents on it and the amazing discounts and deals you can enjoy at each of them. But if you want to just use it as a database to discover and support independents, that's fine. If you don't want to like, you know, sign up for a membership and pay $1.99 a month, you know, that's your prerogative. I'm just happy for people to use us as a resource to get out there and, and support the independent businesses of the city. And, you know, it, it's kind of been like that for me. And that's what I kind of feel has always differentiated us from other potentially similar projects that have been inspired by us or, you know, across the UK uh, and things. The fact that we've always championed the city and the independence first before talking about what we're doing. And as a, a way of marketing, marketing is kind of indirect marketing and it's, it's worked yeah. pretty well for us so far. Which I think is just, you know, it's the it's the credible way to build community, isn't it? You know, as you leave with value and, and then products and monetization comes off the back of it it's kind of how we've tried to build our communities you know and uh what, what we've done through social is all about that community first thing and i think you, you know you sort of embody that don't you um i know ad was keen to ask about lockdown yeah well i mean everyone knows i've got friends in in sort of like hospitality and in restaurants and stuff like that and they've, they've been one of the hardest hit so have they mm-hmm. coped with that and have they adjusted to it been tremendously tough you know i've got a lot of friends as well who own hospitality businesses and and know people who work in them and yeah it's been horrible i think the first lockdown took not didn't take everyone by surprise but i think people weren't as well prepared for it and so there's that kind of you know there's a few months where no one knew what to do no one knew when they might be opening again or might not and kind of it took a while for people to say actually whilst this is going on unfortunately rent still needs to be paid you can have a, a, a rent holiday but it doesn't mean you don't have to pay it, it just means that it it accrues while you're not open and operating and then you're hit with a massive bill down the line and things and so the the independence yeah they had to they had to adapt quickly and, and like you know kudos to them because every it seemed like every single week that there is some sort of new rule or regulation that stopped people from operating in a certain way and they had to adapt so quickly on the fly to kind of know be able to keep functioning and from you know from our point of view the people at home it it kept us sane you know it's one of the great joys in life is going out with your friends and being able to you know eat and drink at your favorite places and socialize and you know whilst you couldn't do that it kind of kept you sane that you know people were supplying you with diy burger and pizza kits and so many of the independence offers home delivery so it, it kind of brought you a little piece of themselves into your home and um yeah it's really terrific to see but it doesn't equate to actually being fully open and operational and i do hope that the coming months will be a lot closer to these businesses and that they can open and operate in a, a safe and functional manner that allows the city to kind of you know once again kind of gain some resurgence and uh, some normality i've noticed it as well you know like i love going to birmingham or you know i haven't done it recently obviously but i uh used to love going to Birmingham and eating out a lot and it's such a you know you mentioned Digbeth earlier and you know the fact that that, that article exists is, is uh, in that vein is crazy doesn't make any sense um there's so many great pockets of independence now popping up that are breeding more pockets of independence why 
why Birmingham? Like, why is that happening in Birmingham now? Like, is that a, do you think it's the trend of hyperlocals now? Like, really sort of following through? Do you think it's a, a Birmingham thing? If you, you must be connected to other businesses that do this in other cities. Is, is Birmingham a highlight or is this happening all over the UK? I think, to be honest, it's happening all over the UK. Um, as I touched on before, hyperlocal is is the buzz the buzzword. It's the key term now. I think I think lockdown showed people what they you know kind of really enjoy, and I think it shows people that independent businesses you know really deserve support, and there's something like so different and you know special to compared to the larger chain things. So I think it's really triggered that need and that urge and for people to discover and support local independence and i've seen it across the uk and things there's some brilliant independent scenes in you know various cities like liverpool and edinburgh and manchester but birmingham over the last three years has just exploded like the independent scene is so exciting here there's so many new businesses opening before lockdown it kind of felt like there's a new new venue opening every week and it's a really exciting time and you know, you can see how exciting the city is. As I said before, there's that perception problem that so many big chains are trying to like open up in the city or like other bigger independent brands from around like London and Manchester and things like that, trying to open up venues in the city because they can see what an exciting, you know, and diverse crowd there is here. Like we're, we're young, we're energetic, we go out and, you know, we, we support local and they want to jump in on that. and. Yeah, whilst it's a phenomenon that's, you know, been building over the last few years across the UK, I think it's something that, you know, has been further highlighted by lockdown. And I think Birmingham is at the forefront of this. Obviously, everyone talks about London and how many places there, there are to go out there, but they're so spread out, whereas Birmingham is, you know, a much smaller city. And there, there are these, like, like you say, pockets across the city where you can find a number of really great uh, independence operating uh, and coexisting together and yeah it, it's hard to replicate and that's why you know all eyes are on us at the moment and it, it really is a wonderful time to you know kind of be living and working in Birmingham. Do you think that point there where you're talking about like the bigger independence or the you know the the bigger chains you know the non-independence um, poses a risk like what, what is the biggest risk to Birmingham independence? other than covid obviously obviously the bigger chains come in i think they have their niche because independent isn't you know kind of at the forefront of everyone's minds there, there are kind of places for everyone and the city is big enough to have a number of different operations but i personally don't like it as much i i, I see like a kind of big chain kind of target the city to open because they're like oh it's so exciting and they're doing something that's kind of knockoff replication of what you know an independence already doing here to you know terrific effect but a number have opened up and a number have closed i think people are more geared towards supporting local now supporting the you know the community heroes behind these businesses and i think that that's only going to increase now as we come out of lockdown i think people are going to you know be really excited to discover more independence and get out there and support and i just yeah, I kind of, it's always going to happen because the big chains always want to go into the big cities and things like that. And fortunately, that drives up rent prices in the most prevalent areas. And it means that the independents are tucked down side streets and off the beaten path. But 
sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes, you know, if you're a destination, um, it makes it nice as like a little adventure to go and find somewhere. But as for passing footfall, obviously it makes it harder for these businesses. And, you know, they make money by people coming in and discovering them. Not everyone is adept at social media enough to, you know, kind of enable people to discover them through those means. Um, so being forced down the side streets not tremendously good for them because, you know, if they could afford the rent prices, the like skyrocket prices on like the main areas of the city, then, you know, everyone who's passing by would go in and discover them and go, wow, this is so yeah. different. This is, this is so different to any other city. And that's why, you know, we love to be in Birmingham instead of going, oh, it's a prep. Yeah, yeah. I actually think point? I actually think social media has helped to bridge that gap because if you cash your mind back, yeah. you only have to go back ten years, um, and social media really wasn't a thing. Um, and the mm -hmm. only people that you'd see were the chains because they had the money for the advertising. They were on the out of home, they were on the radio, they were on the TV. Social media has enabled the small independents to actually have that power of voice. That's that's I think almost like bridging that gap. These independents now have sometimes bigger followings than some of the big chains locally. Yeah, that's really, really helped. And I think, how do you do you advise um, sort of like independents to jump on social or what advice would you give them to sort of adapt it? Yeah, definitely. I, I always kind of when I, when I talk to them, things, I always mention the importance of social media. Like we said, with people kind of engaging with the theme of independent and hyperlocal, everyone knows it's all about independence, all about hyperlocal at the moment. And even the bigger chains are trying to like jump on that and some of them try to you know masquerade as independent like uh and things but it doesn't quite work out the same it lacks the same kind of feel to it you can kind of feel like the dedication and the you know the love and the hard work and in independent otherwise but yeah I, I always say if you're not on social media and you're missing out on potentially thousands tens of thousands of people you could be reaching you could be engaging with your business you know kind of encouraging them to come down one one example Two examples, Bigfoot Dining Club, when they first opened, they were a very new concept and they didn't have a, a huge amount of people visiting each week. And then their social media game really took off. And then suddenly, you know, they're having like 5,000 people visit each weekend. And you could see like their numbers like jumping and jumping and jumping on social media. And they, they for me, are like one of the really kind of true success stories on social media um and then otherwise like that original Pattyman and boneheader to who have used social media to really great effect you can see you can look down their feed and it, it's exactly what you want to see so you think hmm, i like burgers or i like fried chicken like you go on their feed and it's just burger board burger board fried chicken like beautiful images and it's all just saying this is our product if you come to us this is what you can get and that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's about marketing yourself to people who have never heard of your business before. You, I always approach social media with the mindset of who hasn't heard about my brand. If they first land on my page, how can they go from landing on my page to discovering what I'm all about and then to engaging with my brand and then to buy my products? So that's how I always kind of describe it to the independents. You need that shortest path between discovery and, you know, engagement and them buying your products or visiting and it's not always easy you know people have short attention spans but that's the name of the game nowadays and I'm, you know maybe in five ten years time it's gonna be very different we don't know what the landscape of social media is going to be like 
yeah, that's it for now. Social media is one of the most important aspects uh, of business, I feel. And I'd also add, I feel like <laughs> this is like my soapbox moment now. I feel like content creators are some of the most, and like social media managers are some of the most underrated uh, people behind brands at the moment because that's how businesses are selling their products and reaching new people. Yeah. It, it, I'm hoping the world will kind of catch up with that over the next few years and kind of value them as much as they should be valued because great content creators and social media managers, the ones that are really like a step above they are the rest, you know, they're few and far between and they can really help your business. You see it, don't you, through the big brands with that. And I can put I know Ad, you've spoken about this on LinkedIn before as well, around the around like social media managers and the execs and um the 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 job they do is solid. It's hard, really hard. It's it's um, long hours. You know, often positioned as junior roles, and but there can sometimes be doing the same work and output as a whole marketing team in other in other mediums. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think there's I think there's something on that definitely. Um, we were uh, we're, we're close coming to the end here, guys. So I, I want to um, try and push on to. Uh, the segment we always do, which is, I'm hoping, Joe, that you've done some prep for this, mate. I know you have. I can see some of the secret. The Birmingham Hero of the Week. Now, out of anyone that we have on as guests, I reckon you've got pretty good connections through Birmingham. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to who the Hero of the, we uh, of the Week is. Yeah, I'd like to preface this by saying, you know, all the independents to me are the heroes are the people who've helped us get us through lockdown and have made these last months and the last year you know kind of more bearable for people and you know kind of brought a bit of sanity back to us and I, I feel it's made you know a much better place for people to be able to kind of engage with their favorite brands and get the favorite you know kind of independence delivered to their door but one independent who's doing something really special at the moment is carters mostly who are kind of operating as a Michelin star takeaway at the moment with um, Bonehead, who I touched on recently, who were the um, kind of fried chicken restaurant and did like a fried chicken wrap thing. And like they're, they're doing some really interesting takeaway concepts, but obviously using, you know, kind of Michelin star ingredients and techniques and created by some of the very best chefs in, in Birmingham. So I think if, you know, um, and discover one independent from this, just go pop on Instagram, you know, type in Carters and Moosey and see what they're all about. And they sell out so quickly. They they send out a newsletter saying this is what we're doing and you know 20 minutes it's sold out. So they're obviously doing something right and you know they're engaging with social media really well and they're providing a really unique product during lockdown, just you know, out of lockdown emission star restaurant, one of the most renowned restaurants in the UK. So yeah, I'd like to highlight them. I think they're really cool. Go, Ad, we need to go and get Posh Rap. 100%. Posh rap, I'm, I'm literally yeah. just on the Instagram then. I was like, <laughs> I've got to check this place out. I, I'm just uh, all over the food. I love it. Um, right, finally, Joe, just your uh, arena, really, to plug something that you're doing with Independent Moment, or not, with, with something else you're doing, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, your uh, two minutes to plug something, mate. Go. Okay, so we've just launched... Uh, or announced the Independent Birmingham Festival. It's taking place at Aston Hall. It didn't take place last year for obvious reasons, but 
It's a weekend-long celebration of all things great in Birmingham. So it's got pop-up restaurants, street food, cocktail bars, microbreweries, you know, natural wine, coffee, independent retail artists, bakers, makers, and we have a main stage with live music, which you know is from incredible bands. And it's this incredible weekend of celebrating all things independent in Birmingham at the you know, iconic Aston Hall, and we've just released tickets. We've sold over half of them in like three days. So it's good. The response has been absolutely terrific to that. And um, yeah, so if you want to come along and discover some new independence or, you know, kind of rediscover old favorites and drink beers with your mates in the sunshine at Aston Hall, any amazing uh, food from the very best names in Birmingham's independent scenes that head to our social media pages and grab yourself a ticket. It's taking place on the 14th and 15th of August. So we're hoping that the world's going to be, you know, good by then. And yeah, honestly, like the event always sells out. So don't wait to get your tickets because they'll go every year. We get people going, oh, I thought there could be some tickets left. It sells out every time to grab them. And yeah, join us for a really wonderful weekend. I'm sold. Say hi to you. I know, I was just about to say, I mean, I'm there. Uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's really fun as well. They're, they're hard events to put on, but like what's... they are, they are really great. And we have so many independents vying to kind of uh, be part of them because we get such a huge crowd down there. It's that ideal demographic, you know, people who eat and drink out in Birmingham who love to support local and who engage through our brand. And they are really, really fun events, and uh, it's it's really lovely. We we kind of build them bigger and better every year, and. Aston Hall is so, so lovely, especially in the sunshine and live music, craft beer, cocktails, street food and pop-up restaurants that you don't really kind of see at events uh, and things which is our speciality to differentiate us and, you know, independent retail and market halls, which is great to kind of, you know, support the artists and the creators uh, and designers and everyone who also add to Birmingham's independence, you know, and just as important as the hospitality businesses for driving this city forwards and yeah you know come and have a knees up with your mates we should do a work thing lee i we just could, we I could bring a few that. couldn't we yeah 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 definitely <laughs> um we'll we'll check that out joe um joe it's been an absolute pleasure um someone who um is clearly uh passionate uh, about the city which we just love it's exactly what this podcast is the podcast is about um you know championing Birmingham, the region, and the amazing things that are going on. So, yeah, anyone listening, go to Independent Birmingham, give them a follow on social, get yourself some tickets for that festival, and uh, me and Ad will definitely see you there. Um, uh, Thank you. Thanks for thanks for spending the time with us. Cheers, Joe. Oh, that was a whole lot of Birmingham, wasn't it? It was, and I'm absolutely starving. Honestly, <laughs> I'm so hungry, and all, all I can think about is ordering some form of takeaway. He's uh, positioning around social and how they've used that to sort of curate content but then drive value and and actually joe's like a, just his view and his opinion on why the company exists was very much very driven by the why i just want to like shout about independence i think independence that amazing that's what i want to do and off the back of that he's ended up building an incredible business that you can see he's only going to get more and more traction it's not going backwards yeah. that business do you know what i mean it's coincided with the growth of social because they just fit so well together and I think as long as social continues to give everyone a voice, then he'll just continue to grow with it. And I think he, he actually made this point around like the, you know, coming back out of lockdown. And, and I absolutely think 
people are going to be way more inclined to support independence because everyone's know everyone knows what they've gone through everyone knows they've probably been shut for the last six months or they've not been able to even deliver a thing or you know, but they've still got rent i just think there's going to be a real push for independence i, I, I can't wait for it i, I welcome it because i think they do need your support and and they do quality quality products you know um there's always seems to be that little bit more care and i kind of like the whole like vibe of, a, of an independent as well you tend to get stuff that's more quirky don't you uh, great guest um Great topic. Should we go and get some food? Yeah, we should, yeah. Um, uh, as usual, guys, um, if you like the podcast, uh, please leave us a review, subscribe, share it, get some more brummies talking about the 0121, where you can find out about a shit ton of stuff that's amazing in Birmingham. That was episode six, Joe Shukla, Independent Birmingham. Sling it right up and let's go have some food. Laters. Taters. Uh, 0121. Oh, one, two, one.